Welcome back, SideQuesters. Today we are going into a very, what I consider, woo-woo topic, and that is manifestation. I'm going to be really honest with you. I really kind of hate the term manifestation. I, I mean, I still say it, but I just feel like so many people use this term manifestations like, oh, I'm going to manifest X, Y, and Z or, you know, and they, they take that almost as a mantra to not actually do any work. They give up their autonomy. They don't really use any spiritual or emotional intelligence. It's just like I'm manifesting blank and that's it. Manifesting a million dollars. Boom. That's it. And there's really kind of, if you get it, then you understand there's supposed to be work involved. If you don't get it, it it's a little it's a little crazy. So we're gonna dive in to manifestation, but we're gonna do it a little bit different. Instead of saying the term manifestation, I want you to think of the term as algorithm. So if you really begin to go delve deep into manifestation, it really is the idea that you kind of vibe with the energy that you're attracting. So if you're attracting money, money will find you. If you are attracting a promotion, the promotion will find you. If you're attracting a soulmate, they'll find you and you'll sync up and whatever. And that's great to have the the ideas and the things that you want in your head, right? Because think of those things as goals. We all have goals. The problem is, is when you focus on the woo-woo nature of manifestation and law of attraction and all this stuff, you kind of forget like, hey, there's trauma and stress involved with certain things in our life. And two, simply stating I'm manifesting something doesn't really teach anyone to do anything. Yes, belief is a very, very powerful tool for the brain. However, the brain... Your brain at 30 is very different than your brain at like 20, 21, 22. And it can be different than what it was at 18 or when you were five. So the reason why I say like transform the idea of manifestation as tuning into the algorithm that is your best case scenario, okay? Your best case life plan that you have, if everything went according to your plan and your vision and you were the architect of your future, that would be your ideal algorithm. But here's the thing. Sometimes you have to rework and retune that algorithm. Just like if you were listening to the radio and you're traveling 20 miles outside of Orlando and then you're in Jacksonville and then maybe you go to Alabama, like the same radio station that you were listening to, which was really coming in super clear at the beginning of your road trip, doesn't even pick up or register maybe 50, 100 miles of where you started. And that's really the concept for manifestations, how I look at it. Your algorithm and your tuning has to change with the more information that you get and the more life experiences that you get. Some of it changes without your consent. Some of it changes because you're an active participant. And we have to understand trauma and stress rewire your brain without your consent. And you have to be willing to tinker with your brain and figure out what happened and then one step further, 
figure out how to fix it, oh, well, one step further after that, then actually apply the skills and techniques that you have learned to fix the issue. And that's hard because so many of the things that we believe are completely so indoctrinated in us. The beliefs we have about money, the beliefs of how easy our life is going to be, how easy it's going to be if we get a college degree and we're going to go out and make six figures, or maybe your algorithm is you know how hard life can be, how hard life was. Maybe you lived in poverty. Maybe you came from a really you know, heavy, toxic environment. So each of us doesn't have the same deck of cards. Each of us has our own unique algorithm, and there are events that are controlled and are beyond our control that change our frequency. So in order to manifest anything, you have to have some solid footing. You have to have a strong foundation of, one, where the fuck it is you want to go, Two, figure out where you're at. And then three, you have to do the damn things. And that's a lot of components. And that's way more in depth than I'm going to manifest a million dollars. Like, I think everyone can agree that the mind is a powerful tool. And when you truly believe something and it aligns mentally, physically, spiritually, like you are just, mm, you are just lighting up like the 4th of July, that makes a difference. Now, You could be all lined up, but if you do not have the tools to change the algorithm or get into that fine tune that you need in order to really align, it's going to be more challenging to manifest the things that you want. And then that's where we get frustrated and we get angry. And then, you know, yeah, life is not fair. No one told you life was going to be fair. Like, life is a challenge regardless of where you fall on the spectrum. There are challenges along the way. That doesn't mean we need to discredit anybody's challenges or turmoil. Like we all, we all got it. We all got a different deck. We all got different information, but yet we're somehow all playing the same game. Okay. So when you are thinking about manifesting something, you have to go beyond this woo-woo terminology and really think of it as an algorithm. Think about Instagram, think about Facebook, TikTok. That algorithm changes sometimes every few months. Think about how old you are right now, the moment hearing this podcast. Have you ever really changed the frequency? Have you ever really changed the algorithm in your mind? If you're in a toxic situation, how long have you been there? Like, We forget there's more to manifestation than just wanting something and believing in something. There's other steps you have to do along the way and you have to figure out, okay, what do I need to change? What do I need to understand? Because sometimes you do just have to understand why do you believe certain things to be true? Is it a conditioned response? Is it just something you just saw your parents do? Like we have to look at all those factors. And that doesn't mean you have to dwell on it, but it does mean you have to have some kind of idea of like what is going on. And a big part of this issue is sometimes when you're kind of tinkering, you're kind of tinkering in the dark with your brain. You don't always know what you're doing. And sometimes things spiritually and physically and emotionally get really, really dark. But the issue is there is light 
in that darkness. We are so quick. We want to race to the finish line. We want to get out of this crazy darkness that's kind of bubbling up when we're manifesting all the fears, all the horror. And we start kind of tripping over our own bullshit in the dark. So think of your shadow self, you know, let's think of it as like a dark attic. And sometimes you see crazy figures and you're going to trip over shit because you're trying to get out of there because you're nervous. And it, it's it's not a good time, right? So now imagine for a moment, instead of tripping and running around this dark attic that is your shadow self, what if you took a minute, unclenched your jaw, took a deep breath, let it out, and allowed your eyes to acclimate to the darkness. You still might be scared. You might be a little bit panicky, but imagine instead of tripping all over all this shit that you have in the recesses of your mind, you just stopped and allowed your eyes to adjust. When you allow your eyes to adjust, that is you manifesting and bringing in clarity, light, and understanding. You are the conduit for which things work through. Okay, you are a magical stardust being and you are making those things happen. But unless you are willing to pause and unpack your shit and take a moment to figure out where the hell am I? What's going on? Why am I feeling X, Y and Z? Then manifesting anything is going to be challenging. And I guarantee you're going to know those people that's like, that's bullshit. It is hard. But once you get those eyes to adjust to the darkness then you can kind of navigate where you want to go. Maybe you want to want to peek in this childhood memories box. Maybe you want to peek into this core memory box. Maybe you want to peek into some trauma. And then you kind of figure yourself out. Because let me tell you, when you are scared shitless, you're paralyzed. And it's either, you know, fight or flight response. And when you're in this, and that's that scarcity mindset that we talk about when you're terrified and it's either refight, flight, there's nowhere in between. Like that's hard to manifest anything. That algorithm is soaking with, you know, insecurities, unrealistic expectations and terror. So how are you going to get the things that you want in that mindset? Because your brain is telling you we will do whatever it fucking takes to not feel uncomfortable. And when you're manifesting something or, as we say, tuning your algorithm into something, you really you don't really want the that voice of fear in your ear. You want to be able to come from a place of like, I can fucking do this. And you can be a little bit scared, but you, you do the things. And the more you are able to adapt, fine tune this algorithm, it's like the quicker you can see all the opportunities. You'll be able to see, you know, when something's in alignment or out of alignment. Like you will be able to start kind of skating through life because you're going to start finding that frequency, that flow. And I think that's really important. Um, And sometimes in real life, you have to understand the universe is going to present you opportunities to test you and figure out, okay, where is this person at? Have they, you know, leveled up in their ways? Are they actually working on themselves? And there are some people, and we know them, that they're always actively working on themselves, but yet nothing ever changes. Um, there's 
easy work that you can do every single day that will start propagating this manifestation idea. Like if you're really, let's say mental health is so hard for you. And one of those things about mental health is maybe you're not taking care of yourself. You're not drinking water. If every single day you have fine tuned your algorithm to be like, even on my worst day, I need to drink a cup of water. That's a win. That's you actively manifesting a healthier version of you, a stronger version of you. Because you're not the same person that you were when you're 5, 10, 15, 20. Like, you're not those people. Hell, from one day to the next, from 20 seconds to the next, you can change. Things can happen. And that's what people forget when they're manifesting or they're generators or they're, you know, they're idea people and they're, you know, they're trying to search for their purpose. You have to understand if the universe is flowing and ebbing and they're constantly changing their frequency, then you do too. You also are going to change your frequency. And that can be scary and uncomfortable. And you can kind of sense the panic. For my elder millennials, do you remember if you were on a road trip and like the radio station changed and then you were trying to find the same station who played the same music, but just like I don't know, in Kentucky, like what version of that is, like that is our life. Every time you go into a new segment in your lifetime, you are fine tuning that frequency. You are a radio transmitter and you are transmitting this energy with the universe. And I know it takes so much faith to even listen to this conversation that I'm telling you right now. It's hard because it sounds fucking woo woo. But think about this, if energy cannot be created nor destroyed, and this is a scientific theory, then you must admit that there is constantly energy ebbing and flowing that even you cannot see. But if we think of it as like waves and we can manipulate these waves, that's you tuning into the universe frequency. And that takes a lot because if you have had a lot of trauma or you are perpetually stressed or maybe you're both your brain is not operating on the same frequency as someone who maybe doesn't have that kind of trauma. You are going to have to work 10 times harder. But in my opinion, it's worth it because that's how we get the things that we want. Because at the end of the day, manifestation is really just realizing that you deserve more than what you allow yourself to have. We get stuck Because subconsciously, we believe that we deserve what is happening. And we don't talk about that enough when we talk about manifestation. We don't talk that there's a lot of healing of our trauma that we need to do. We don't talk about how sometimes it's really uncomfortable for for someone who's gone through a lot of trauma to even ask for help or to even be honest or be truthful. So that's why I always say, get rid of the manifestation woo-woo language. Think about an algorithm or a frequency. And besides, we're always worried about algorithms anyway, especially if you're on social media. So we're always thinking about this. So now your life is an algorithm. And we're going to fine-tune. We're going to be adaptable. Maybe what you want today is not what you're going to want tomorrow or the week after that. And that's okay. As long as we kind of keep moving forward and continue to really work on being self-aware of what aligns for us and what is simply not working anymore. 
if you are afraid of change or you are afraid of the other people's expectations, it's going to be challenging. And I think we, as especially in the new age community, have to acknowledge that when you talk about manifestation and you have no tether to the real world or grounding technique, it sounds like nonsense. doesn't mean that it's actually nonsense, but how it's being articulated and presented, there's no foundational component to it. And besides, earth signs really love when you have a strong foundation. So this one's for you guys. Um, we just, we have to bring and ground the idea of manifestation and make it something so that it is accessible for everyone and to understand that that is going to look differently for some everyone. Like what I want is not going to be the same as what Jane Doe wants. And that's okay because I am tuned into my own particular frequency and they are too. And once you understand that component, then it really makes life a little bit more organized. Even the chaos seems organized. When you are tuned into this frequency, you can take a step back and see like all the fabric of time and space just working in synergy in order to kind of fulfill the life frequencies because that's what's going on. It's not, you also understand not everything is your fault and you have to let that shit go. Bad things happen to good people and that's that. It doesn't mean you attracted that. It just means something shitty really happened. And now we're, it's there. We adapt with it. We work through it. And then we move on. So if I can leave you with anything, it is this. Fine tune your frequency. Watch what you consume physically, mentally, spiritually. See who, you, who your community is. And as your very, very friendly neighborhood H2O ho, please drink some water. Even if it's like a few drops, just go ahead, get some water in you. It really does help with tuning into the most positive algorithm for your growth and development. So until next time, SideQuesters, bye. Bye.